What happens in the mind happens in the body. The body's last indicator, the mind's really, our last indicator is pain. So pain or sickness is the last thing that's like uh, an alarm that's going off loudly. We constantly, back to that tap on the shoulder, we're constantly getting that indicator mm -hmm. in our thoughts and our emotional guidance system. Our thoughts and our feelings are constantly telling us what, what's going on, what we're avoiding, what we're focused upon, what we're not focused upon, um, how we're experiencing other people. You are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am Katie, your host, trauma-informed holistic healer and founder and owner of the business Strengthen the Soul. I am here to help you navigate your life's greatest challenges. Here we will discuss all things wellness of the mind and body and how to navigate our human experience and spiritual evolution. I am just so happy for my audience to connect with you through listening to your wisdom and your experience. Let's start by you introducing yourself and talk about the work that you do. Sure. I am, my name is Elizabeth Cornetta and I, you know, putting a label on what I do sometimes is uh, fun mm -hmm. <laughs> and an opportunity to break the ice with people. So oftentimes when I run into people, they'll say, oh, well, what is it that you do? And sometimes people get the same answer. Other times people get different answers. So it's like, I meet people where they are mm -hmm. and go from there. So some, some work is really focused on talking, right? The flow of having a conversation around any particular topic, which starts to open them up to their own state of mind and body. And other times we focus on breathing. Other times we're focusing on yoga. Other times we're focusing on relationships. Um, in their lives, again, relationships of all kinds. So, you know, it's, it's um, metaphysical in many ways, which is just another way of saying the mind body connection and or epigenetics, right? So that's a bigger word around it, but really how your mind and your body are connected and utilizing that the natural infinite strength that we have within us the mind and the body right so that's that's a little bit about what i do yeah and and with that being said your mind and your body are connected which i think you and i talked about uh adding into this conversation sacred sexuality and what that really means and that's a culmination of all these different things that we just talked about yeah yeah. Let's get into that a little bit because I know that it's something that you're so incredibly passionate about. Every time that we have conversations around it, I feel the energy from you around it and it makes me feel like really excited and wanting to learn more. And I really wanted my audience to hear from you how it's number one changed your life and how you guide other people into the healing work, the 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 strength in your sense of self from that work, all of that and how it's, how it's changed your life and how it can change the lives of others. Yeah. Um, it has helped me in, in ways that I don't, I'm going to do my best to put words to, mm -hmm. although all the things I did before this led me to be able to be open to this 
modality of expansion or growth. Mm -hmm. So that being said, anyone from any place can utilize the work of what sacred sexuality teaches. Um, and it comes from my teachers, right? So I had teachers and I've had teachers on teachers on teachers on teachers on this particular subject. Although one set of teachers, they happen to be a couple have really given me the most in many ways. Um, yeah, so that, what it's helped me, you know, I have had a sense of self from, it's always been building, right? And it's like ebbing and flowing, right? You're yes. in a sense of self, right? But um, I, I believe that the proof is in the pudding. So I believe that if you do something, you can see the benefits of it. You can see the results of it. And sometimes the results say that thing isn't working or that thing is working. And I always tell people to do it a few times to actually make sure, because the first time can be a fluke. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when it comes to sacred sexuality, I spent so many years, really, once I got this information, I spent so many years trying to disprove it. I really did, consciously and unconsciously. I wanted to disprove it. But um, to make it a little more simplified, I learned about loving myself and what that actually meant before I learned about sacred sexuality, which is essentially partnership. Mm -hmm. uh, it leads into partnership. And so often in our world, me too, it's flip-flopped. So we learn, we think, find the person and everything will fall into place. Things are changing a lot more now, but so I learned that way first, right? Find the person, be with the person that's gonna make you feel better about yourself. That's gonna find a lot of solutions and then you'll love yourself, right? So that's, I learned the flip flop, but in my education and my spiritual growth, um, I learned about what the concept of self-love is and then sacred sexuality and partnership. So I'm so glad that I learned in that format for me that might be actually that work that could work better for someone else in the opposite right they learn about partnership and sacred sexuality first then they learn about self-love um I learned I didn't love myself mm -hmm. I learned that no one taught me how to love myself I learned kind of kind of how to receive love and kind of how to give love but not to love myself and the people that were raising me, my parents, um, as we call it, maternal and paternal sources, our biological parents and our environment have a lot to do with that. So I learned I didn't, I didn't know how, and I was like, I, I'm curious to learn, you know, and that's, that took years. It's, I love myself completely now. And it's always expanding. It's ever changing and ever growing. And then sacred sexuality, you know, so that was, it's also intertwined for me and kind of having this conversation before we started um, this particular podcast, you and I privately talking about community. Mm -hmm. And it's also interconnected because I really believe that there's a root to a lot of the things that's going on within our communities, within our countries, within our planet. There's a root, there's roots to a lot of these um solutions and to the challenges that we have and sexuality is a root cause that we need to heal as humans as a planet and uh it keeps coming up so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i 
could spend hours talking about all the ways that I agree with you and how, you know, it's one topic that leads into so many different aspects of our lives. For people listening, would you be able to provide us a definition of what sacred sexuality is? Learning about the sacredness of your energetic um, exchange that happens within the body and what happens within relationships with others. Mm-hmm. How powerful our relationship with our energy is, what our energy is, and where we put it, where it's been. So that. If I had a more simple version of that, I would give it to you. But right now it's the energy within us Mm -hmm. that we exchange with others and how powerful and sacred that it is. Yeah. I think that's actually an incredible definition. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people can really resonate with that. If I think about my past relationships, I wasn't valuing my own energy and energy is versatile. It's the the time that we take with ourselves the effort that we put into ourselves or others the way that we care about ourselves the words that we speak to ourselves like the emotions that we feel or don't feel within ourselves I think energy is so uh diverse in that way and I love that you formulated it that way that definition because I could just think about how I've never looked at my energy as sacred because I have exerted so much of myself and my energy to others like it was nothing. And that's affected my relationship and first and foremost, the relationship with myself. Exactly. (laughs) Because because we weren't taught. This is what happens when you're not um, given these tools early on to navigate your... um, energy and it's energy can be a far out word for some people um but it's one of those it's you mm-hmm. it's you it's, you. it's all encompassing you all the things that's made you up until now mm-hmm. and all the things that are currently making you up for future you so the energetic exchange and we're not really taught that cult- culturally i mean maybe some cultures more than others And then that leads into this conversation around sex, you know, because of course, if sexuality is in any sentence, you think sex, right? The actual act of sex. And really, when you're learning about sacred sexuality, it's kind of the last thing on the list. Yeah. And when it comes to having sex with others and ourselves, whew. The energetic exchange that happens so early on mm-hmm. um, and then that that state those early exchanges stay with us yeah. whether we're learning through trial and error or just ex- exploration through television or the things that we're seeing or trauma mm-hmm. and that affects our development it affects our energy it affects it's as if our energy gets a wound you know, and it leads us into so many different ways. I mean, listen, we could talk about this for hours. So <laughs> I love this topic. This is such yeah. a big topic. I love, I'm a taboo girl. So let's put the taboo topic on the table. Yes. Let's give ourselves a safe environment to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those taboo topics. Pornography is a conversation. Masturbation is a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how we've had 
sex with others and ourselves, what we've used and why and what we're fantasizing about, what we're not fantasizing about. Mm-hmm. And this leads us to the conversation about cords. So we are electromagnetic beings, which means our hearts and our brains are powered by electricity. And so we naturally have electricity going out from us, right? Electromagnetic beings, you naturally have energy going out and energy coming in from other people at the grocery store, at work, at home, you know. And so I think some people are more able to actually see that energy, which is really amazing. And uh, so, but we have this energetic exchange that's constantly happening, like beams going out. And uh, I kind of think of the, you know, the lines of electricity outside our homes, like we have electricity. And so when we have an exchange with someone in our families, uh, at schools early on in our childhood, right? With, with trauma or just with anyone in our lives, not just sexual, an energetic cord happens, a connection happens. Mm-hmm. And so that cord is either toxic mm-hmm. or healthy. And I want to keep coming back to my teacher, Shalom and Victoria, and uh, make sure you have their information so you can link this in for them. They've given me such a great basis to add what I had before to what with the, what they've given me to really put it through my filter, put it through my life and my life experiences to share it from my perspective. And this energetic exchange with toxic cords or healthy cords stays with us. And the cord gets stronger essentially through the years. This is how memories stay within us. This is how our cellular memory remembers a lot of things. And we can actually, this is the conversation of people uh, saging themselves. You're cutting cords, right? That like cutting cords conversation, saging yourself. Love it. It's like a trim of your hair. It's like getting your hair cut. That's what cutting your cords is. We remove cords. Very different, two very different things. And I always tell people, once you hear, I think when people hear that term, they're like, I'm going to later on tonight, I'm going to go remove my cords. You can attempt that, but there's actually a way to be guided through it, a safe, uh, thorough way that's going to work, you know? And I tell people, if you're wanting to remove toxic cords, Surgeon General warning, make sure you're going to do it and either not have any relationship with that person, mm-hmm. again, because it makes us more vulnerable and or we're changing the complete interaction with that person and the boundaries are really strong and safe and high so yeah courts electromagnetic beings sacred sexuality and the basis of it is breathing so there's a breath that goes along with starting to tap into our bodies it's designed to bring any unhealed issues up to the surface if you do this breathing consistently that is what's going to happen on your own and or in partnership so this is it's been um layers of how I've actually been able to benefit from it. And if I hadn't been consistently doing the other practices that I had before this, I may not have been strong enough. Mm -hmm. This is not a practice for, this takes discipline. Any mastery of anything takes discipline. And this Mm -hmm. took discipline within me Mm -hmm. that I, I built up the strength over the years to be able to have, you know, and to consistently like make the choice to have the discipline for it and it's 
giving me a lot of freedom, Katie, a lot of freedom, a lot of confidence, a lot of like, oh, yes, you know, mm-hmm. feeling better more often is what I always, this is just kind yeah. of my phrase. We want to share that mm-hmm. feeling better more often. You're not going to feel great all the time, but we want to feel better more often. So from within. Yeah. yeah. And I love it. And, you know, the work that we've done together, you have always said to me that the breath is that connection between the mind and the body, which I think is so incredibly um useful to people and when I'm guiding people and doing the same thing I'm always saying bring yourself into your body bring yourself into your body and that's where a lot of that healing work happens because oftentimes we have that disconnection that prevents us to that next level of healing so I want to talk a little bit more about the mind-body connection and how you help people to to use the mind-body connection to ultimately change their life. One of my spiritual teachers over the years uh, jokingly would say, if you had a, if you had a business card, it would be like system buster, you know? And so it's really our systems within the bridge between the mind and the body is the breath, like you said. And for a lot of people, like when you guide your clients into getting back into their body and being able to identify that they're not actually connected to that as they could be, it's a natural, constant connection that's flowing no matter what your body's functioning, your cells are regenerating, your heart is working, your liver's going, the skin cells, right? It's happening whether you like it or not, you know, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you're... Mm -hmm. Um, neglecting it or not, it's going to happen, which is beautiful. And as another teacher would say, it's a pinching ourselves off if we're not allowing it to flow. So the breath is really where we're allowing that flow to happen. Now, if you're guiding people to get into their bodies and their body is not a safe place, they don't want to be there. For a lot of people, their body is not a safe place. A lot of it having to do with childhood trauma, not just sexual, but physical abuse, emotional abuse, mm-hmm. and or things they don't remember, things they can't recall, but they don't feel safe in their body. Mm-hmm. That, um, again, meeting someone where they are. Not everyone is in the same place and being able to identify, hey, okay, take a deep breath. How does that feel? You know, if you can honestly say, that feels great. I, I feel like I can take a deep breath in and actually out. Because taking a deep breath in or out, two separate things. To be able to do both is where you're going to start to notice the benefit and or the stopping point, the pinching yourself off. It's almost a map for me. And again, now back to what you said, the mind-body connection. Mm -hmm. What happens in the mind happens in the body. The body's last indicator, the mind's really, our last indicator is pain. So pain or sickness is the last thing that's like uh, an alarm that's going off loudly. We constantly back to that tap on the shoulder. We're constantly getting that indicator mm-hmm. in our thoughts and our emotional guidance system. Our thoughts and our feelings are constantly telling us what, what's going on, what we're avoiding, what we're focused upon, what we're not focused upon, um, how we're experiencing other people. So when the body starts to manifest some illness, whether it's a cough or a tooth issue or um, something as far as cancer or anything, right? Anything within the physical body, ailments, dis-ease. It's the body's last stitch effort to 
show you what's going on emotionally. Mm-hmm. And because I've worked with Louise Hay and Hay House for so many years, um, that's one of my teachers. You can heal your body mm-hmm. through the root, mm-hmm. which is your emotions. And the emotions come from your experiences. So that's where I just, both of these conversations are like, I'm fired up right now. P.S. Everyone that's listening. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yes. I, isn't it nice when you have a topic you like talking about, whether it's fashion or skincare or being a parent or whatever. I don't know what you're into. When you get that feeling of excitement, that is this flow of energy. That's when you want to take a deep breath. That's when you want to actually stop and appreciate and let it flow through all of you, because that's where the cells go. Ooh, oh, you know, you're feeling good because yeah. the body's so con- many bodies are used to feeling uh, not so good. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of the work that I do with my clients is that nervous system regulation so yes. that they can heal at the roots. And oh. a lot of people are. A lot of people are looking to change their life by doing all these other things that are outside of that foundation. It's like beautifying a house, but not dealing with the the, the broken boiler mm-hmm. or the foundation or the rodents that are there, you know, the basic of that. And you can do that for a while, yeah. but something's going to burst at some point. Mm-hmm. And for that, for humans, it's like, sickness or emotional upheaval, you know? And so I'm, I love that people have been really blessed to be able to work with you because you have so many different modalities that you're working with, that you're working from, that you're providing people from so many different perspectives and also all your continuing education and your personal work, Yeah, you know, because it really makes a big difference who, who you're getting your advice from. Mm-hmm. I talk <laughs> about that so much. Yeah. yeah really big deal you you, listen honey I used to ask everybody their opinion about Mm -hmm. situations because I I wasn't centered I didn't have that relationship with myself which Mm -hmm. if I translate it my relationship with myself is my relationship with my higher higher power yeah Uh, my concept of God everyone has a concept of God so my relationship with my concept of God wasn't like where it is now where it will be in the future Mm -hmm. It was growing yeah, on my terms, you know, and we're not negating what we've been through. Uh, I just realized that just being mindful because you want to be able to put it through your system. You get the advice, then you put it through your system. How does this feel? Let me try it out. Let me experiment a couple times. Mm-hmm. Well, this feels good. This, this feels good. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. And sometimes we have to trust if it feels too good. If it feels too easy, is this just like, am I taking the easy way out? Is this, is this lazy advice? Mm -hmm. You know, I just was telling you, you know, one of my family members, I know she'd be comfortable with me talking about this, but Mm -hmm. we were just talking about when you really care about someone, Mm -hmm. you're not going to avoid if they're dealing with something that they're really struggling with and you see it. And yeah. you love them. And you're like, listen, nobody else is going to tell you like this. I say this lovingly. Yeah. And, and those conversations are, are loving. Yes. Right. Because if you didn't care about somebody, you wouldn't bring it up. 
but it's so hard sometimes, it you is. know, it can it be is. hard yeah. because, and I think uh, in the past, I came from a place of um, just a different place than I am now. And now I feel like I have learned more and more how to parent myself. Mm-hmm. Good job, Elizabeth. It's okay. Slow down, baby. Up, oh, oh, it's time to get up. Come on, enough. Up, oh, you know. And I've, I've, I've created that voice within me. Mm-hmm. And so, seeing my family member, I'm like, this might be a good thing to add into your life to create like a a more positive support system within this kind of, this comes back to everything. This, this is the conversation that we're talking about is a relationship with yourself, sacred sexuality, relationship with yourself, mind, body connection, relationship with yourself. Um, all these things come, the root of it is your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And again, we were not given that tool yeah. as, as young people, because our parents or the environment that we were in, they didn't have it yeah. They're They weren't, taught how to love themselves mm-hmm. and the, their parents 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 weren't taught either and so as my, one of my teacher louise hay says the buck stops here mm-hmm. right the buck stops with us we have this is it mm-hmm. and so we're getting the information we're spreading it and those of you that are listening to this you'll be able to take i always tell people don't worry about specifically what you're going to get out of this just trust that you're going to get whatever you need as you yeah. listen to this Mm-hmm. consciously and unconsciously but we are making those changes mm-hmm. you know to really set forth so much good you know we're going into the Aquarian age mm-hmm. gonna be big changes you know astrologically people that I don't I wouldn't even claim to know <laughs> but I do have colleagues and friends that are highly in tune with that world you know, and we're moving into a powerful age. That's why a lot of us have been going through the trenches. If you're listening to this and you've been going through shit for years and years and years, and you've been realizing something, something's happening, what's going on Mm -hmm. is happening, baby. This is it. You know, we're, we're the leaders in our community are coming to the surface. They're listening to stuff like this. They're gathering with other like-minded people. They're listening to things, watching things, looking at things, reading things, feeling different, thinking different. And this is your sign that you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that you're putting a purpose to our human experience when we feel like there is no hope for the future. You just summed it up in this perfect way of saying, listen, life has been preparing you. It has. That was, that's been my life experience and anyone else I've seen that's made, um, a lot of strides mm-hmm. they couldn't have done this if they hadn't done that yeah you know when I work with really little ones um and they're learning different things it's it's habitual mm-hmm. it's repetitive when you learn anything it's the repeating of it it's the doing it again and doing it again and doing it again and so like I said before I tried many years to disprove a lot of the philosophy around cosmic sexuality is actually what they call it I've kind of um, I I like sacred sexuality um, and but their work is cosmic sexuality which is such a big 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 way of explaining what we can't really put words into so this has a lot to do with this repetitiveness I would 
try something new, mess it up, try it again, mess it up, fall down, try it again, try it again, a little, little bit better, try it again, mess up, mess up, do a little bit better. Oh, I did a little bit better. Okay. Wow. That was a little bit better. Okay. And then it got better. And then the next time it got felt a little more normal. It felt a little more natural. Again, something big happened and it was challenging. Knocked me down a little bit, but I kept using it. And that's the thing is we've done so many repetitive behaviors in a more limiting or negative way. We're a lot more comfortable, not all of us, but many of us are a lot more comfortable in that realm, you know? So pushing yourself in a new direction can happen Mm -hmm. and you take small steps. Mm -hmm. It's repetitive. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be perfect the first time. Do it again, slow down, try it again. It's okay. You know, that's why sometimes like people, you know, sometimes you have a support system. That's great. Mm -hmm. And that's really supportive. And they're like, uh, oh, wow, you have a new weird thing that you're into. Yay. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then other times your friends poo-poo it, your family members poo-poo your big changes. And, and sometimes it's either just do it on your own with, with that own like conviction and, and dedication to it and excitement around it and or necessity. Sometimes we make these changes out of absolute rock bottom necessity. Yeah. And sometimes you involve people and other times you actually have to say, you know what? Nobody's going to get involved in this. I have to do this on my own. Different times call for different things, you know. Boundaries, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so love that you have this platform for for people to listen to. And for those of you that hear this, no matter when it is, uh, you know, the power is always in the present moment. And the more we add that into our uh, phrases, the power's in the present moment, the power's in the present moment, because so often we can feel defeated. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to start? How's this whole thing going to start? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, the power's in the present moment, you know? Yeah, this podcast has truly just, I've had it for three years, and it's been it's been so therapeutic for me. Um, it's given me so much confidence in being able to share my emotions, my voice, my truth. Um, it's helped me to teach on a larger scale. And I love that it's a, and this is, this was one of the reasons why I started doing it. It's a free resource for people. You know, a lot of people right now are struggling financially to, or, you know, there are barriers to why we don't, seek out the help that we need yeah some of it is financial some of it is um our belief system around receiving yep. receiving in general receiving yep. help and also the stigma on mental health or just healing in general personal development um it might even be access to certain healing tools and starting the podcast was like here is all the all this information for you anytime any place for free you know you don't have to worry if you're not in the financial spot to to receive what i can tell yes. you or other leaders like yourself you know in their own craft that they have their own way that they help others to heal and expand and grow and all that stuff with their life and it's it's accessible to you. My main mantra in my business, one of them I should say, is healing and hope is possible. Mm. Healing and hope are possible. I love and that. So for me, part of that is let's make healing accessible for you. 
I'm going to write that down as you're saying that healing yeah. and hope. Are yeah. And, um, you know, I've used free platforms so much. Yeah. I, I'm, wow. I don't know where I would be without them. Yeah. Healing. Literally like YouTube, yeah. so, it's all social media, but like you said, that's something I'm very passionate about talking about as well Is like, you know, just be careful about who you tune into. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Healing and hope is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I, I see. It's really a wonderful thing that people are uh, willing to share their knowledge for mm-hmm. free. Yeah. And this is a perfect affirmation around that. I change my poverty thinking into prosperity thinking and my finances reflect this change. So it's like a lot of times people want to hold on to the thing that they want to hold on to it. Well, if I, if I give it away, I won't have any more and changing your poverty thinking into prosperity thinking and your, your lifestyle reflects the change. It's like giving can actually bring back more. Uh, if you look at or, or read any articles on, you know, Forbes especially has really talked about the forecast of the future businesses, the success in business is, is not um, big business. It's individuals sharing their knowledge. Mm-hmm. Individuals, Warren Buffett always talks about the best thing to invest in is yourself. No one can take it away from you. Mm-hmm. And so it's this exchange. We're kind of coming back full circle of people to people. Yeah. I feel how that maybe many years ago, that's what it was. We were sharing our information. We were sharing our history. We were sharing that knowledge and wisdom and perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that in a weird way, the internet is doing that. You know, I think of the World Wide Web as nature. You know, that's what it is to me. The the World Wide Web, the internet is nature, the planet, mother nature, you know, but we've created another system to be able to communicate with one another because I think a lot of us forgot that we could connect in other ways. You know, we could communicate in other ways. That's fine. So now we're doing this internet. And um, so I hope my intention is for all those that listen to this and uh, any other of your amazing, you know, sessions with others and or you sharing benefit so much from this, repeating it, rewinding it, replaying it, writing that down, taking that note, writing it on your refrigerator, putting it in your phone, putting it in your car, telling your friend, telling your partner. There's a lot of, you know, even more, more and more, I'm seeing men really being like, whoa, Mm -hmm. it's time to really like maybe seek some different perspectives out, you know, which I love. When I I love, Yeah. When I advertise my work, because a lot of people are viewing my business and seeing a lot of women, I try really hard to advertise it as just simple or simply, for instance, let me word it this way. I founded this event series called the Empowerment Workshop Event Series because it's a series of events that are like a workshop style event to help integrate all of these healing practices and skills into the community on a larger scale and you're leaving with the the skills and bringing it forward into you know their life like you were saying the ripple effect but I'm very careful not to say women's empowerment event you know because I'm labeling it as just a simple empowerment event it's an event where you are empowered to be the best version of yourself and you're learning new things and putting them into practice into your life. And I want to include 
anyone who identifies as men or female and all are welcome and because I am so inclusive in men's mental health women's mental health personal development on a larger scale for this community so that yeah like like I said everyone can feel that hope and healing are possible not just women so it is so important the way that we we speak your hair back looks great I just want (laughs) to say that uh, <laughs> I listened to everything you said but I'm just like wow her hair back looks really pretty and it's in a uh, nice high pony today well, and I, you know I always think of it when it where it's it's like I'm dealing with hearts you know I'm dealing with human hearts and people humans great what whatever your preferences are or identification that's okay that just makes up more of who you are okay yeah. let's we'll go from there and so um like you said it's it's people and opening this up to so many people because this is something people can listen to privately <gasps> you can listen to it on your earbuds yes. in your car but it has to know you know what I mean anything like this to really start to open your mind and give you an outlet yeah exactly yeah. exactly well Elizabeth this has been such a powerful incredible conversation I feel like we could talk for hours I feel that way with so many people here on the <laughs> podcast you know because we're having conversations rooted in passion so like you said what what you were fired up you know it's like that is the kind of content I'd love to have here at Strength in the Soul is we are so passionate about the work that we do and bringing it into the community is there anything else that you wanted to share about the work that you do, the mind-body connection, affirmations, healing, sacred sexuality, relationships, anything that we were talking about? Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Close your eyes. <laughs> Wherever you are, unless you're driving, take a nice deep breath in. And then slowly open up the mouth and let it out. Thank you everyone for listening to this and knowing that you're in the right place and you made the right decision to be here. Know that it's already been accomplished by getting here. You're now reaping the benefits of being here. One more deep breath in. Open up the mouth and let it out. Beautiful. You can open your eyes if they're closed. The power is always in the present moment. You're doing a great job. Slow down or speed up. <laughs> whatever's relative to you. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. I can't yes. thank you more. I'm excited to do another one in the future. Yes. We can talk more in depth depending on our feedback. So for, mm-hmm. for if you're listening, when you listen, give us feedback. We want to hear what you want to learn more about and uh, help Katie to, uh, you know, add new guests onto the show and what people are interested to hear about whether it's food or parenting or or again sacred sexuality the mind-body connection really helps to give feedback Mm -hmm. to um help all of us so thank you and um highest blessings to everyone thank you for listening to another episode of the strength in the soul podcast If this episode served you in any way, please subscribe for more episodes like this one. By subscribing and rating, we get the visibility needed to impact the lives of many. 
We have a healing community that is growing to the capacity where we can reach so many people around the world. I am so grateful for your support. Visit strengthofthesoul.com for more information on how you can join our healing community.